0: Oh, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Wherever you find yourself in this entire world, I welcome you. How are you doing, my friend, my warrior? I certainly hope you are feeling a little bit better this week. As we are coming up to Christmas soon, and often we struggle with what we are capable of doing this season, I thought I would touch on a few points that I hope will help you. Now, you may be thinking that you want to be left alone. You want to pull the covers up and not come out of the bedroom for days. I understand that. I've lived that too. And when you're stuck in that place, it feels so overwhelming. You might be screaming inside can I just sink into this? Well, yes, you can, and to a certain degree, you must. You need to feel all the feelings you're having. You need to experience whatever comes up for you as you move forward in your grieving process. You unfortunately cannot sidestep that. But what if you gave yourself permission to consider, just for a little bit, the good things you shared together, the happier times you experienced together, to celebrate their lives and focus less on their death and your pain? I know that sounds so simple to say, but by focusing on the good instead of the sad we get to live a more healthy life. We get to honor them and move into a place where we are remembering the relationship we shared with them while they were with us. So let us spend some time discussing what you might expect and ways to cope with your various emotions. If this is your first Christmas or other year-end holiday after a loved one's death, You may be anxious because you're not really sure what you will feel. As I mentioned in the past, it's important that you plan out this season, decide what you are capable of doing, and whether to accept invitations. The holiday season you've shared with family and friends in the past may not be appropriate for you this year. You might not be the host for your family. You might visit another family member who may be taking over dinner to make it easier on you. Maybe you've decided not to decorate the outside of your home because it is just too much work, and that's okay. Maybe you've decided that going away is better for you and your children after the death of your husband and their father. You needed a whole new outlook this year. And that's fine, too. You need to be kind to yourself. Not wearing the mask you wear to make people think all is well when you clearly know it isn't. Remember that people cannot read your minds, and they feel awkward around us because they don't know what to say or do for us. So we need to guide them. Now you're probably thinking, why do I have to do anything? Shouldn't they just know how to help me? Well, the answer to that actually is no. They don't know how you're feeling or thinking, and as you probably already know, those feelings can change at any moment. One moment you're stable, another moment you're crying uncontrollably. All of that is natural and normal, but they usually don't know that, so we must help them. And if this is a relative that everyone in the family is grieving, be prepared to not only be consoled, but console others who are also devastated after their death. By comforting others, we comfort ourselves. Let them know how they can help you. Let them know it would be helpful to speak openly about your loved one because acting like nothing has happened is craziness. It happened. You have been changed by their death and the last thing you want to feel is ignored or that somehow the person never existed. I remember a neighbor of mine who lost her husband. Telling me that when she attended a family function after his death, his entire family never talked about him, never uttered his name. That stunned her. She couldn't understand how no one even acknowledged her grief, asked her how she was doing, or anything. It's like it never happened, and it was just horrible. So let's look at what we can do to keep their memory alive during the holidays. Will you visit the cemetery, bring flowers, lay a wreath? Will you do this as a family? Will you decide on a smaller tree than in past years, but no less special? At dinner, will you set a place for them, the same place they always sat at each year? Will that make it seem awkward or comforting? Only you can decide. Will you put a flower on their plate to memorialize them? Will you make a special toast to them at the beginning of the meal? Will you or another family member make their favorite pie, favorite soup, or a different dish? You can trade stories on how they always bragged that theirs was the best. (laughs) And maybe you'll even go from person to person around the table and play the remembrance game. Each person gets to tell a funny or memorable story about the person who has died or was killed. They start each story with, Remember when? Remember when Grandpa and I used to go to the baseball game and never tell anyone until after we were home? (laughs) Remember the time Grandma and I were making sauce, opened the tomato paste, and it exploded all over the ceiling? Remember when Dad brought us fishing and we caught so many we had to get another cooler? Remember when Dad and I went to the father-daughter dance, and we had such a great time. It even made the pictures in the yearbook. Remember when Mom and I went away together to the beach for three days, all by ourselves, and we ate potato skins each day? They were so good. Remember when I went down to Mom and Dad's condo? It rained all week, and we drank orange cappuccino together, all snuggled on the balcony, in blankets. Remember when Grandma and I used to go to the cigar shop at night to get Grandpa his cigars, and she'd always get me a treat. Sometimes chocolate, sometimes an Italian ice. Remember when Cousin John and I tried for our driver's license on the same day? He passed, I didn't. Remember when my whole family came up to college for my 21st birthday? Nana cooked for days. Perhaps you will make a compilation of many photos and share them together, all snuggled with one another in the living room after dinner. And oh yes, There will definitely be tears for that one, so don't forget to pass around the tissue box beforehand. Maybe you'll light a candle on the mantle for your special someone, in their favorite color. Or you'll decide to hang a stocking, or wrap and decorate a special box with a slit on the top, so the children can create pictures and adults can write notes of thanks to your loved one. Remember the stack of papers and colored pens. There's no reason this couldn't become a lovely annual tradition. Will you ask everyone to bring their favorite photos of your loved one and display them beautifully on one table in the home of your host or hostess? I wish I could tell you that Christmas and your other year-end holidays will go smoothly for you. Chances are, especially if this is your first season without them, it will be difficult and a struggle. The difficult part comes in when you have no idea how you will respond at any given moment. Grief is similar to a roller coaster in the beginning of your journey. One minute you feel stable, and the next, you feel a sense of chaos inside. That is why I strongly recommend you use Box Rescue Remedy to help stabilize you when you feel overwhelmed. As well as learn the emotional freedom technique, EFT or tapping as it is known, can help so much to calm you physically and emotionally when you feel like you are freaking out. You tap on the meridian lines in your body as you say certain words, and when you first see it, you think it's a little wacky. You know, just like you think I'm wacky to ask you to dance at the end of each podcast episode. But I'm doing that so you will feel joy again in a small way to take your mind off of what you've lost instead of the blessings you had with your loved one, which no one can ever take from you. EFT can help you tremendously to feel calmer and more in control. Now, Box Rescue Remedy comes in a small vial, or liquid drops, which you place on your tongue. Unfortunately, They used to have a non-alcoholic version, but not at this time. I checked. So if alcohol is not your thing, please be aware. These are homeopathic, and I keep this little yellow box in my purse at all times. I use them for many things. But I've found that especially when you know you'll be going into a stressful situation, Take a few drops beforehand on your tongue and let them settle in. Wait a few minutes and you will feel the calm come over you. I remember I would use them while I was grieving and had to attend a meeting or when I was tackling something big. They will help you when you go back to work after the funeral and burial. Mostly, it's important that you care for yourself during these special holidays. You don't know how you will react as you go through them, so be kind to yourself along the way. Give yourself time. Don't be embarrassed if you need to excuse yourself from the table, for instance, if you feel you are about to weep, or if you find yourself weeping uncontrollably. Everyone at that table knows you are grieving. Simply take the time to compose yourself and rejoin the group. They will be sympathetic because they know how much you're hurting. Remember, if you're with those who love you, you can count on them to be there for you. And if you're not sure if family will be sympathetic, Maybe choosing friends to be with instead might work out better. Not all families support us when we are struggling. I wish it wasn't that way, but sometimes that's just the case. People can say very cruel things like, Aren't you over this by now? And meanwhile, it's only been a few months. Or, it was God's will. Or other religious cliches, but that does not help you. So do consider the best people in your life to be with during this season. Think about what's best for you and decide accordingly. Don't put yourself in a position where you'll feel even worse than when you arrived. Remember, do What is best for you? You can visit for a shorter time than usual, maybe just for dessert. Perhaps that would work out well. Consider options. But whatever you decide, realize that all year long there are dedicated people around the world who are waiting to listen to your pain 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you are feeling blue and cannot cope with what's going on, take the time to go to my website, MaryMac.info, and on the top menu you will find a tab entitled Crisis Connections. There you will find phone numbers all around the world to a person who will be glad you called. You will have the ability to vent at the injustice you might feel at any given time, not just during holidays, but all year long. I want you to totally take advantage of these services. And don't even think about them being suicide hotlines. You might feel suicidal. You might not. You might just be really, really angry. And you need someone who doesn't know you at all, to listen to your pain. So take advantage when you need it. Get it out of your system so you are in a better way. These are remarkable people. And bless them after you finish talking to them. So may you have a lovely Hanukkah and Christmas. I will be thinking of you and those whom you miss. I'm sending my love to you. So now, let's get up and dance, dance, dance. And I know you still probably think this is silly, but would you just do it for me anyway, okay? Thank you for being with me today. Remember to continue to write the five things each night in your journal that you are grateful for. As we move into the holiday season, pick up my book on holiday grief, which you can find on my website at marymac.info. Please subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to me, and share with those who may benefit from it as well. Support my podcast if you can do that also. And as always, remember to be happy because you deserve to. I'll speak with you again soon.